they said we wouldn't last. But we are still here, mother... Hi, Madonna Louise Veronica Ciccone here. When will you understand that I am a person and not a thing? Look it up. Do something else. Do my eyebrows. Better to say, am I being true to myself? And is this what I want to say? And have I expressed myself the way I want to express myself? I mean, that's what it's all about. You're listening to MLVCB Madonna Podcast, your place for all things Madonna Louise, Veronica Ciccone. Hey, everybody, it's Liberty. And hey, everybody, it's Stefan. Welcome to today's show. So just want to address the elephant in the room, just so everyone's aware. My co-host, Tony, who's been with us since day one, is not able to be with us today with his blessing. Our gal pal Liberty has graciously stepped in uh, to help fill in while Tony's away. So, hi Liberty, thanks for being here. Hi, and thank you. I mean, Tony, he, you know, he wears these amazing Christian Louboutin shoes, and I don't know <laughs> if I'm actually going to be able to fill them, but I will do my best to try to make him proud. We miss yeah. you, Tony. Yes, by the power of Madonna, I know you'll do great, yes. Liberty. You'll, you'll yeah. do wonderful. So today on the show, we have a very special guest. Give a warm MLVC welcome to DJ Nathan Ashby. Hi, Nathan. Woo! Hi. I'm so excited to be here. So excited to be here. Well, we're happy to have you. Where are you, where are you podcasting from today? The Deep South, Memphis, Tennessee. Little, little Southern. Is that South Liberty? Is that considered the South? I think it is considered the South. It's totally considered the South. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So you you both don't have the same accent, but it's 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 a, it's a shared neighborhood. You know, bless your heart, Stefan. It's just you. One day you'll get it. Okay. <laughs> one day. Uh, and Nathan, how has your pandemic been treating you? Is is all safe and well in in Nashville? All is safe. Um, I, you know, it's been a crazy, I mean, it's been crazy for everyone, but uh, all is good. I can't complain. Uh, I'm, I'm healthy. I'm, uh, I'm still here. Hey, you've got a beautiful head of hair. So, you know, oh, that's, you've got to be you. thankful for that. I mean, it's, it's half you know, my personality. So, yeah, I was going to say, I'm, I'm jealous. Both you and Liberty have these wonderful blonde bouffants, and I'm just so follically <laughs> challenged. I'm just, trying to hang on to whatever hair I can at this point. Yeah. I mean, I really, as I look, as I look at you, Nathan, it's like, you know, I'm, I'm remembering this hairspray I used to use, um, when I was like in seventh, eighth grade, stiff stuff, it was called, um, it was, it was smelled amazing, but it was rock hard and you had to have your bangs up really high because you didn't want any information going over your head. Um, at least that's what I thought that that was for, (laughs) but yeah, I love it. I like, I like your, your, Question, I love a, I love a good hairspray, so I'm, I'm there with you. So everyone who's listening, you might know Nathan already. Nathan uh, had previously remixed my tribute song to Erotica, Mistress Dita. Um, he, he did a bang up job of that. He, he, he reached out to me and said, I love this. Can you can you remix? Can I remix this for you? 
I said, uh, yeah, of course. I, I'd love to have a house remix of a song I did. So, uh, and he's back uh, remixing yet another song. Uh, we've got a, a brand new remix at the end of the show today. So make sure you stick around for that. Um, but I mean, without further ado, I think it's, I mean, obviously everyone knows why we're here. Um, you know, let's just, let's just get to it. Yes. So obviously everyone knows the big surprise appearance at the VMAs. How did I not see that coming? How did I not get that that's what she would be filming in Times Square? Yeah, I kind of assumed that that's what was going to happen. When I saw her filming in Times Square, I was like, I figured it had to be maybe an intro to something. And then, oh, and I do want to apologize. Um, A lot of people have been shouting at me for teasing that she was going to be doing a performance. It's like, people... We get these anonymous tips sent into our social media and they're like, she's making an appearance at the VMAs. And then I got another anonymous report. She's going to be performing a medley of Madame X songs. I'm like, it wouldn't be fair if I kept that information to myself. So I share it with the public. I never say it's actuality going to happen. You know, it's, I never say it's going to be real, but um, I'm just reporting the news. Don't yeah. shoot the messenger. And know? sometimes probably, you know, even if those are aren't in, you know accurate let's say rumors or you know possibilities of what she's going to do it's fun to like stir it up a little bit and maybe these are kind of coming from inside like they want people to start talking about what's going to happen and what sure. we might see tune in cuz you never know me i would probably have not even considered watching the vmas just because i <laughs> usually go to bed around 7 but um yeah i was i was excited to say the least when i saw you guys teasing about that because i really was like oh that's something to look forward to for a sunday evening besides nfl mm-hmm. well we knew she was filming that Times square i assumed it was for maybe the madame x uh show on paramount plus but i was very excited to to see her pop up in tv I mean, I get excited anytime something new happens. And it was great to be able to sort of see the reveal of the Times Square video. I loved that they celebrated, you know, the 40 years of her career, you know, seeing her walking into Times Square with all the random billboards featuring different iconic moments of her career, whether it had been, you know, performances of hers or videos of hers. Um, I thought that was, I thought that was fun. I thought that was a really great way that they, you know, that they chose to honor her in that way. You know, I thought it was nice that MTV gave her that platform because I thought it showed the respect that MTV has for her as an artist, for their partnership they've had, helping build each other up as a brand. You know, obviously, as we've said this many times before, MTV and Madonna both helped each other out and created, you know, the brands that they became. And so I thought that was a nice thank you that MTV gave her. I think it honored sort of this symbiotic relationship that they've had, you know, honestly, it's, it's tough to say whether MTV really would have been as successful without someone like an artist like Madonna making the very provocative videos. And ironically, they had so many, that they were like banned. No, no, Madonna, you cannot <laughs> do that. Um, but you know, it was, it was just this, this little um, wink, like we know. We know you did that. Mm-hmm. For, you know, we know that without you, um, we might not have made it this long. 
So let's talk about the two looks that she gave us because, so obviously, as everyone knows, she just came out. I mean, literally, I think she was on stage for 40 seconds. It was the, it was the, the quickest little yeah. appearance that, that she's ever gave at that show. Uh, she one walked out for every year. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but she walked out in one look and then she showed up later at the, uh, after at one of the after parties, uh, in a second look, let's talk about the show look. What do y'all think, Nathan? What were, what were your thoughts about that? Well, I don't know if they fixed this and well, first of all, let me back up. She, I think she looked great. I think it was a little tight, but I mean, that's, I'm nitpicking here. Um, I, I don't know if they fixed this in post, but they cut away when she took it off and did the reveal and then cut back when she had it, had the, uh, like the leather dominatrix outfit on. Um, so I thought that was a missed opportunity, at least for the show. But I mean, I thought she looked great. I can't complain. And I love when she turned around and had, had her ass out. I can't. <laughs> yeah, I think that was, I, I think I had seen one of the metrics was the most 10 talked about artists of the night from that show. Madonna was at number nine. And considering that she was only on stage for less than a minute, that's pretty amazing that she trended on Twitter and made the top 10 artists talked about and she didn't even perform. That's right. And I think it was an, it was obviously, I think the Turner where we did see her 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 bottom that's the nod right to the infamous uh rolling around and you just showed your ass you are no you're done you're nothing you're mm-hmm. not you're not going to make it in this industry and that's the thing <laughs> that she's still you know she's still got uh, to show us we're we're not done yet with the with the bum I love that she's embracing that I love that she's proud to show off her ass at 63 and yeah. uh you know I mean the outfit was, you know, showcasing her body. I I do want to bring up the fact that, you know, on social media, she was getting, you know, trashed left and right. People were not being kind to her. And I thought, you know, when we're 63, we could all hope and pray that we are in as great a shape as she is. And regardless of what she's done to make herself look that way, whether it was exercise or, uh, you know, medical assistance in some way, shape or form. I, you know, it's her body, Magic. I, you know, she, she should be allowed to do whatever she wants. I mean, people were clapping back at me because they didn't think that she looked good and they were upset at the outfit choice. And I thought, you know, we don't own Madonna. Mad- no. Madonna is her own person. If she wants to change something about her body, she is allowed to do that. And we should not have a say in that. You know, it's like we don't, nobody owns Madonna except herself. I mean, all that's irrelevant. Um, what, you know, what has she done this? Has she done that? I mean, if that helps her confidence, that's what I love about Madonna is her confidence. And I'm, as a little gay child in the 80s, I mean, that's what I siphoned that confidence. And, and I still do. And, and that's what I love. And everything else is irrelevant. If that is what she wants to do and that's what makes her uh, feel better, and that's, I think that's great. That's to be celebrated. Yeah. And I think, you know, what is, what is, what is really difficult is, um, and, I, and I'll say, you know, I wasn't in love with the little apron that was 
part of the onstage outfit. Um, I'm not sure stylistically whose design choice that was, but maybe there was something to it that I just didn't catch. Um, but overall, and and the you know there the the angles of you know the way that we could see her on the stage, we I I don't know if you know I know Stefan I know you've seen her up close in person. I'm not sure about you, Nathan, but you know, like when you see this woman, it is incredible. Her face is incredible. Like it doesn't matter if she's had photographically. Okay. Maybe it might be something that it doesn't translate. Um, and I'm not a photographer, so I don't really, I don't really have a way to comment on that. So therefore I don't think I can even really comment on, you know, how she looks. Um, because as a woman, and my mm-hmm. and I was texting with another friend about this, you know, um, who isn't a fan. Uh, and she was like, wow, um, that's, you know, some derriere. And I said, yeah, you know, and I think about it, like if I'm 63 and I, I, you know, whether I feel like showing that part of myself off or not, I sure really don't want anybody saying anything about it, whether I show it or not. Um, and it's no one's business if that's what mm-hmm. I want to do, if that's how I make my living. Right. Right. Um, it's okay. Well, exactly. So for instance, I mean, none of us on this podcast right now are 63 years old. I no. sure as hell am not showing my ass off on a national program on television because I'm not that proud of showing my, <laughs> like I wouldn't show my ass off in, and I'm in my forties, you know, like yeah. I just think it's weird that people start attacking. I don't know if it's an ageist thing. I don't know if it's a misogynist thing. I think maybe it's all of that. Yeah. I think it's a combination. I was thinking about this before um, we started the podcast is that uh, Jennifer Lopez is not far off from Madonna's age. I think they're about a decade apart. Maybe mm-hmm. I don't feel like she gets the same, sort of comments that Madonna does. And I don't know why that is. No. And we don't know also what, if any JLo has had any cosmetic enhancement or any kind of, um, you know, she mostly posts like she's a dancer, right? She posts gym. I've seen her post gym selfies and workout selfies and things like that. Um, you know, the workout that Madonna posted the day before her VMAs, uh, it didn't look that, um, strenuous but that probably was like the 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 warm-up or just the tail end you know how do we know we have no idea and the story that social media tells us is really only a fraction or if any of it is accurate or true but yeah j-lo she really doesn't get the same um blowback that madonna does but madonna's body which is interesting right in the 90s madonna's body was like wow everybody just you know, she was incredible, incredibly, you know, fit, toned. And I remember that, you know, I was like, gosh, if only I could, you know, you know, look just like that. Um, but there was zero way I was going to work out for more than one hour a week. So that wasn't going to happen for me. But, um, you know, there are certain natural parts that I don't think Madonna was ever really gifted with. There is an article, I want to say in 2005, where she said something like, I wish I could be more zaftig, right? Which is mm. like juicy. Sure. But she said, I, I just can't. Uh, and if you're thinking, you know, that's confessions era. Um, she was quite thin and, um, and even post confessions, right? She's looking really thin, like sticky and sweet. And now she kind of has a little more and, 
And that's okay too. It's however she's, as long as she's happy, ultimately that's what counts. Her happiness, her feeling good about herself and whatever it takes to get there. I can't comment. I do mm-hmm. things too. Mm-hmm. Of course. Yeah. I mean, look, I look at the little divot in between my eyebrows and I'm like, God, I need some Botox. Oh, honey, go get some Botox. I had some in my no. forehead and I just love it. I have an appointment next week. <laughs> <laughs> well, report back to us, Nathan. Um, so second look of the show, obviously she had a, a, a little quick change when she went to the after party. I, I kind of loved this second look. Uh, I mean, like head to toe. I, I, I loved it. It was um, basically just a black bustier sort of like bikini cut outfit with um uh, black sunglasses and a and a little headdress veil. Somebody had said, "Oh, look, she's got panties on her head." It actually it is an, an actual headdress with a veil. Uh, it was very little lady gray gardens. Also, mm-hmm. I thought it was a a little bit of a throwback to the like a virgin number in the Rebel Heart tour yes. with the veil. Um, oh my god! I I just loved how kooky and weird and and beautiful and wonderful and and in addition to the look we also got some wonderful photos that uh ricardo took i mean not only like photos at the after party but like i don't know if you just saw those photos that she put he posted today of her uh like the in the studio shots of her oh yeah and uh and then the video like the weird video of her in the car and i loved all of it like thank you thank you madonna for giving us all these little gifts like if you like just the past year alone, I love that we've gotten all these little video montages of strange photo shoots and sh- the camper van and like all these yeah. weird things that she's doing because it's like, okay, well, if we're not going to get a truth or dare documentary, we might as well get like these little snippets of her life. And yeah, they're curated and they're set up and whatnot, but I just love it. I don't know. What did you, what did you guys think of the, the second look, the Hail Mary? I liked the second look better than for sure I, mm-hmm. I think it harkened back to every all the reasons we love madonna from like like a virgin to like you said um that moment in rebel heart that i mean i loved it it's great oh yeah simultaneous virgin whore you know mm-hmm. and um and it's true to form true to madonna with the you know little bit of like a little religious feeling to it um but still sexy and um Honestly, she looked more normal than some of the other guests I saw her photographed with, which I didn't think was possible. But um, <laughs> yeah, there was a guy with who I don't know who it was. Forgive me. Nails all over yeah. the head. Oh, I saw that. Yeah. yeah. Who was that? Who was that? Sure. I don't know. I should have Googled before no. um, before we started recording. But yeah, I mean, and of course, you know, all, all of the outfits Doja Cat was wearing throughout the VMAs and just like, you know, none of those things would really be possible without this woman. And so I'm super thankful that she got all those after party photos with those people because, you know, they were like peeing in their pants excited. Oh, like, totally. Oh, she likes yeah. and probably and I saw her like there was a video where she kind of leans in and she's hugging little Nas X and she's giving him like this little talk. And I just wish I could have heard what she said to him because. Uh, well, OK, so I know what she was saying. She's oh. like, eh, she's like, FYI, you're going to be on my next album. <laughs> Shut up. I hope so. <laughs> <Didn't>... <laughs> 
<laughs> I was like, really? You didn't? Okay, maybe you did. I don't know. I, I was like gonna watch the video back and be like, I can lip, lip read. read. <laughs> I know she's gonna, she's gotta have said something amazing or like, can I borrow that purple dress or something? I'm telling you, next album, it'll be Little Nas X. It'll do a, a, a guest appearance and Doja Cat will be on there as oh, well. Yeah. Did you see the video of her? horsing around with doja cat and like she was laughing and smiling i was like i'm gl i'm happy to see her having a good time you yes know? yeah and with current like this is the other part of it is we've seen you know we saw her before um before madam x came out where she's going to like um migos shows and you know where she's kind of hanging out with this crowd where we're like where's that going um you know <laughs> and then and then now you know seeing her she's with the like the new pop, the new pop crowd, right? Which, sure. um, I'm not sure if that's the term because, like I said, I don't. I'm, these are not like artists that I'm super familiar with, um, because all I listen to is Madonna. It's true. Stop um, it! You do not. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Madonna, and right now Metallica. Strange, I know. Really? But, well, oh, it's dear. the faster and the harder, it, the more fun it is for me to drive to work. I guess. Gotcha. If you need a little relaxation music, check out the new Casey Musgraves album. Oh, okay. So good. It's so good. I'll check it out. I would love to see a Madonna and Metallica collaboration. Though. Oh, can you even imagine? Um, but yeah, I thought it was it was fun to see her, you know, back on MTV. It was fun to see her in that conversation again. I mean, God bless her. You know, you know, 40 years later, she's still able to make headlines and... Uh, and she didn't even have to do anything you know she just sort of shows up and wears some fun outfits and yeah flashes flashes some boob and some ass and there you go yeah and a, a little like pre-recorded thing for the tour mm -hmm. i like to think she's i i hope to think she's living her best life right now that she she doesn't have anything to prove anymore and she's you know living it up yeah i hope so too uh so then we we're excited at the prospect of her making an appearance at the Met Gala this past week. Um, that's why we sort of decided to record on Tuesday, not on Monday, because we were banking on the fact that Madonna was going to show up and blow us away with another crazy, scathing look. Um, alas, there was no Madonna appearance at the Met Gala, but we did get an appearance from Daughter Lourdes. Um, I thought it was kind of nice. People were wondering, why would Madonna not go? And I, I have a feeling she wanted to give Lourdes her own moment. Maybe you know, so. I, th I, I thought maybe Madonna realized if I went, they would just be talking about me and let my daughter have her time. Yeah. So Madonna sat it out and, uh, and Lourdes had a little shining moment on the, on the red carpet. Did you get a chance to see Lourdes's outfit? Oh, yes. Yes. Giving Love full it. share vibes. Totally. And God bless her. Lourdes has probably some of the finest genetic pairings from parents. <laughs> I mean, Carlos as her father and Madonna as her mom. I mean, she looks fantastic. Like she looks stunningly beautiful. Yeah. Stunningly beautiful. Um, and in spite of a little bit of like, you know, Apple not falling far from the tree attitude. Um, mm -hmm. She still has glamour, right? She still has this very um, classy thing mm -hmm. about it. Maybe it's just the way she kind of looks at the camera, but 
um, or when she's being photographed, she just she she just looks like she can't be bothered, but yet uh, she wants to be photographed. I don't know how to explain that. Like she looks like the cool girl you went to high school with that you were too scared to talk to. That's hundred percent. Totally. I, I love yes. it. I love it. Yes. Yeah. I mean, I thought she looked great though, and I, I. But I was like, before when I saw Lourdes, I thought, oh, maybe Madonna's coming afterwards because she didn't want Lourdes to get lost in the fold. And I was like, you can imagine the like the conversation at home where she, where Lourdes is like, "Mom, you are not walking the red carpet with me." Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh, Mom! Absolutely not. No, especially <laughs> not with you know. I don't know who knows what reason. mom can you please just stay at home this year and let me get the spotlight <laughs> we need Nadia Ginsburg to do that skit oh yeah oh yeah I know I've messaged her I messaged Nadia I was like Nadia you need to do a Lourdes sketch from the Met Gala and like yeah oh she's on it she's on it <laughs> It did, you know, with with Madonna not being at the Met Gala, it gave a little bit of a platform also for other statements that that were made, I think, by some of the fashion choices that the um, stars were wearing. And some because sometimes they and I think a lot of them know, right, if Madonna shows up, forget it, like we'll get up, you know, (laughs) we'll get a picture and then, you know, we're not as as in demand, I think, or as um, oohed and odd over just and and. I know I'm biased as a Madonna fan that that's, you know, my, my perception, but, you know, um, AOC's dress and, um, Mm -hmm. some of the other, I think I I was little Nas X and his like three, like this Russian doll, this Russian doll thing. He just layers kept just coming off and there was another outfit underneath. Wow. Amazing. So I thought it was interesting that Lourdes was there and that ex-boyfriend Timothée Chalamet was there hosting. Yeah, I I, saw that. Oh, to have been uh, Mariah Carey butterfly on the wall (laughs) of that event. I would have loved to have been in there and see like, did they talk? Did they like get together and... Like, or was it like, "Ah, I'm not talking to Timothee, you know? That is so funny that you say that because I, when I scrolled through and I was like, oh, I was like, he was there. That's interesting because Lourdes was just in a few pictures back. And I wonder if there was any Mm -hmm. little awkward, like, or if they talked or, and then I had to second guess myself thinking like, hey, wait, wait, did they date or am I just crazy or? In college, right? I mean, high school, right? Yeah, it was a longish time ago. It wasn't pretty. It wasn't that recent. Uh, and in fact, I didn't realize that Lourdes was where wh- she was wearing. Um, who's the designer she was wearing? Oh, I can't Last remember. Night. Yes, I can't remember because she was just po- she just posted pictures recently of her her with Christian Siriano, and I thought that that was who she would. Oh, she was wearing Moschino. That's right, Moschino. I don't. This is a Texas coming out of me. I'm like, how do you say that dang word? Most skin, most chino. Um, anyways, she was wearing that. And um, I thought maybe she would be wearing Christian Siriano because, but does he, maybe he works for that house. I don't know. Um, but yeah, anyways, gorgeous, gorgeous look. And I love that she's not like super skinny. She's, you know, she has a little Madonna, you know, the like. A, no, a little Madonna, belly. 1980, a little yeah. borderline, a little lucky star. Healthy body. Healthy. Yes. Healthy. Healthy. Yeah. She, she gets, she gets fries with her burger. Heck yes. That's my girl. She's not not opting for that side salad. Who has time for that? No. Give me the fries. Give me a side of mayo. Yeah. Yep. 
She's definitely asked. Oh, yeah. Mayo and ketchup. Let's go. Oof. Let's go. Come on now. Come on. <laughs> um, so we'd be remiss to talk to our esteemed guest, Nathan, uh, a little bit about um, your remixing. Uh, so you did a fantastic job at remixing My Mistress Dita, uh, my, my first foray into music production. And uh, I humbly asked you to remix our Liberty and, and I's new song, Call Me Tonight, uh, just because I thought you would do such a bang up job of it. And you have. Yes, you have. Uh, so talk to us a little bit about your DJ process. How do you go about like remixing a song? Like when somebody gives you a song, what do you do? Well, I mean, first of all, I'll say I still after I've DJed off and on for about 20 years now. Jesus, 20 years. Um, and so then, you started when you were five. <laughs> no, uh, <laughs> exactly. Child um, DJ prodigy. <laughs> but uh, no, I mean, that sort of led into, you know, when you play music, you want to have music that's your own that no one else is playing, that maybe you have a song you love, but you want it to be the style you play. I still, though, consider myself an amateur, so please, no one cancel me. Um, but uh, yeah, so I think you uh, messaged me while I was on vacation for my birthday in Fort Lauderdale and said, hey, we have this song. Do you want to, what do you think? And uh, I was like, yeah, it's great. Let's, let's, let's do it. And you told me, you know, it was sort of inspired by Into the Groove and Hung Up. And so I went through all the stems and kind of picked out some things I liked and um, tried to beef it up a little bit, make it a little more housey because that's what I personally just like. And uh, mm -hmm. uh, since you said it was inspired by Into the Groove, maybe give it a little Into the Groove bass line and uh, sort of that opening, you'll hear in a minute, that opening, those Into the Groove keys that everyone loves. Mm -hmm. So, you know, just have some callbacks and make it a little more dancey and, and upbeat. And yeah. It was amazing how you took that song and really like, it's to me okay again my bias is going to show here but i love the <laughs> song as it is originally i think stefan did such an amazing job and then nathan you come here and you like make me sound like madonna <laughs> and you i mean at least in my in my little fan head you know where i'm and of course as a, when i sing because it's just a hobby for me um i always you know I tend to like draw out a note in the same way that she'll do and little things that I, that I love about how she sounds. And then I heard, and I was like, Oh dear, I can't believe I really sound like my hero. This is crazy. You did such a great job. Thank you so much I mean, for remixing it. Yeah. I mean, those ad libs you do that I kind of chopped them up and put them at the beginning and the end, but I mean, yeah, you already sound like Madonna. So it wasn't. Oh, thanks. <laughs> hey guys, I'm quitting my day job. <laughs> no, it was great. I, um, you know, like I had asked Liberty to do, to collaborate on the song with me. And uh, just so everyone knows, I mean, who's listening, I think I've said this before. I clearly know I am not a singer. I just, I really enjoy music and audio production has some been a new art form that I've grown to love and embrace. And I love being able to flex a different creative muscle that I normally don't get to flex. 
And if you want to be on a pop song, go be on a pop song. Yeah. Who cares what you sound just like, you know? It. It's just do it, you know? And that's sort of my attitude in life now, where it's just like, if you want to do a certain piece of art, if you want to sing, if you want to dance, if you want to draw, if you want to, whatever it is you want to do. Show your ass. We have the technology. We have the technology. We have the ability. Just go do it. And don't listen to anybody else because that they're just going to kill your joy, you know? So it's like, yeah, look, I get it. My voice isn't, you know, I'm not... Troy Sivan or I'm not Adam Lambert or, you know, whatever. I don't give a shit. You know, I think it's a cool song. I think Liberty and I did a bang up job and I love the original. And then I love that Nathan, you came and sort of like, it's like what, what um, Madonna did with express yourself where it's like, she has the album version on the, like a prayer album. And then she has the, the funked up like Shep Pettibone remix that she uses on tour all the time. And I feel like that's sort of what you did. You kind of like, took it and like amped it up and like added some like embellishments and some bells and whistles. And I love the little into the groove sounds to it. Cause, and I listen to it now and I listen to the original. I'm like, damn, I wish I'd put those into the groove <laughs> embellishments in the original. Like no. I was like, yeah, it was missing something and knew it. And that's what it was. Now it has, it's, it has a little baby, a little baby call me tonight has been born and it's so exciting. I think it's really cool. And it's like, you know, um, I think, you know, one day when I look back at my, at my youth, right, and I'll look back and I'll be like, wow, I can't believe I have songs on Spotify. And, you know, maybe they're not like, you know, like a prayer, but hey, I did that and I did it and it was fun. And all that matters is how you feel after you've done something like that you really want to do regardless of whether it comes out, you know, the way that you hear it in your head or your heart, and then you put it out in the world and it sounds a little bit like, hmm, I'm not sure that was the message I wanted to get across. But at the same time, you've given birth to something, you made something mm -hmm. and you create and creation is what drives the whole world. Yeah, love makes the world go round. But <laughs> creation makes the world go round. Because honestly, um, we might like get our little creativity or creativity inspirations from from Madonna or from whatever artist that you may might listen to. Um, but at, I think it, it that's what gives us this like fuel to keep going and you know get up another day and make something happen for ourselves. Um, if it's you know really small, it's your little contribution and it's and in some way it might have affected someone somewhere else sure. and that means something yeah i mean if you guys are anything like me and it sounds like maybe you are uh you know you need that creative outlet just to there's something in you you need to get out no matter you know what the project is and um i was very happy to work on this because it, it was a fun two days of you know tinkering around you know i hadn't done any production in couple of years until Mr. Sita. And then I was sort of in this COVID world, quarantine at my house. And it was kind of a nice, oh, I remember why I loved doing this. And, you know, I had the time to do it. So, so thank you. No, thank you. All right. Well, so I think it might be time for Tony's favorite portion of the podcast. What do you think, Liberty? The lightning round. Yes. So as everybody knows, we do a little segment called The Lightning Round here on the podcast. I'm going to let Liberty take the reins on that tonight. Wow. 
da, 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 da. I don't even know if I can do this. This is so much you pressure. You can. You've got it. Okay, okay. I think, can, let me get it I, together. Can I say how excited, every time I listen to the podcast, when you do a lightning round, I answer them in my head and they're different every time. <laughs> That's good. That's what you want from a lightning round, yeah. right? You want like this authenticity, this, um, this like, uh, you know, bam moment, right? Bam. Today it's uh today. My favorite song is inside of me off bedtime stories. Like, okay. That's oh, not as, such like, a good song. It is so good. That's so good. <laughs> so good. I love me some bedtime stories. Okay. Are you ready, Nathan? Can you do it? Can you, you want to do it? Okay, let's go. All right. <laughs> Favorite Madonna song? I think right now it will change tomorrow. Right now, my favorite Madonna song is Rescue Me. Ooh. And let me tell you why. Because I feel like it's the perfect segue from Vogue into Erotica, which is probably my favorite album. Yeah. Um, it's sort of the perfect bridge. Mm -hmm. And you get all those Madonna things you want. You get the spoken word. You get the big, you get Donna and Nikki singing with her. I mean, it's. That, no. Okay, see, I did the same thing. That's not Donna and Nikki on Rescue Me. Is it not? No. I, and you I just... was, I, I was saying that for years on the podcast. And finally somebody, I even said it to Nikki Harris. I was like, give me a little Rescue Me. And it's like, somebody was like, Stefan, that's not Nikki and Donna. That's like. <laughs> I forget who it is at this point, but I always thought it was, and it's not. Well, yeah. it's giving me the same vibe. It is. We'll it have is. to talk it, offline because now I'm fascinated by what. Yeah, it should have been Nikki and Donna. It was not Nikki and Donna, but uh, it, it 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 does harken back to Nikki and Donna. You're correct. Oh, and I just love that. Only you can rescue me. This like guttural thing madonna does in that song rescue me is astounding i love that song so good excellent choice i approve all right and um your next question sir is your favorite madonna music video again it will probably change tomorrow but in the moment right now i'm thinking open your heart maybe i love yes it's very nostalgic for me it's one of the first ones i remember as a kid um I love the reveal with her wig. Um, I love the black bustier. We always see the um, blonde ambition bustier, and I love. I, I actually love the black one better. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, and it's, that's one of my top ten songs for sure. All right. So how about da, 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 your favorite Madonna tour? Can I give two answers for this one? No. No, you <laughs> okay. can. It's fine. But okay, yeah. <laughs> I think. Uh, and this is going to be a controversial answer, but I really loved Rebel Heart. I, I felt like it was a great mix of that album that was exciting at the time and class, yeah, classic uh, songs. I think the Madame X tour, in hindsight, maybe not was my favorite tour, but I'm actually wearing the shirt she touched me when she comes mm. down from... I saw Keith two, Haring. Yeah. Keith Haring. I saw it two nights in a row uh, in Chicago. She mentioned Keith Haring uh, at some point at the beginning of the show. And then when she comes down the aisle for Medellin, I was wearing this Keith Haring shirt. And she grabbed my shoulder as she said, slow down, Poppy. And so that, nice. was, a mo- that was a moment for me uh, that, that I will never one. forget. 
what is your favorite Madonna movie? Um, no shade. I think Madonna is best in movies when she's playing herself. And so I think A League of Their Own is probably the most, she has the most chemistry with her co-stars. I think she has the best lines. Me and my coworkers were talking about it the other day about how hilarious she is in that movie. And so I think right now, again, all these are going to change tomorrow. Sure. But, and that's fine. You don't, you're not held to it. But uh, right now, A League of Their Own. That was not the answer that I was expecting when you were saying play. What were you expecting? Play, herself. Playing herself. Yeah, I Definitely. figured you were going to say truth or dare. But yeah, uh, no, well. but at that time of her life, right? For sure, Wait, is, playing herself. Is truth or dare a Madonna movie? I mean, no, it's, yeah, it's like, it, it is like the Madonna movie. Oh my well, gosh. Well, okay, well, the, see, I changed my mind because that's the movie I've watched most, so I changed my mind. What is your favorite Madonna look? Right now in this moment. It is the 95 BMA appearance where she was wearing the blue with the big hair and Courtney Love was throwing her compact at her. Uh, yes, this is so good. That fall, everyone loves that. We just posted that on our Instagram account the other day and people were like, I love this look. It is, it's heaven. I mean, I think she, and she has her shirt open. You can see her black bra. I, I, mm -hmm. She was great. Yeah. There's another moment in around 2004 Three maybe where she it was an award show and she presented I think at the end she was wearing a pink I think Stella McCartney ruffled front with long straight hair Ooh. I can't remember what award oh, show yeah. was but I remember we hadn't seen her for a minute I remember I, I still remember that look because I remember seeing her and saying God she's she's just hot since since you are a DJ and since you remix a lot, I'm going to add on an extra question for you. Favorite Madonna remix? Ooh. Oh, gosh. You know, this is not a house remix, which is usually what I gravitate towards, but um, the Victor Calderon remix of What It Feels Like for a Girl that she performed mm. in Spanish mm -hmm. uh, for Drown the World Tour. Um, I, I actually prefer that version to the original. Um, I thought it was a it made the song much darker and much heavier. And um, I still love that song. That's, that's yeah. not usually where I go because I usually love house music, but um, I love house music all night long. Yeah, Say what? Right. House music all night long. <laughs> that, that drowned world version is, is very mystical. Of course, that's probably my favorite performance of the drowned world tour is that the lo que siente la mujer moment is amazing. Mm. Beautiful. I mean, I love a junior Vasquez remix, but that was the one that popped in my head when you asked. So. Yeah. There you go. No, gotta you, take you gotta, that you one. gotta go with your, you gotta go with your gut. I'm telling you. Um, okay. Well, everyone, I think that's our show for today. I don't want to keep Nathan from remixing another song. And I know Liberty's got some lesson plans to do, but um, oh, don't make me. <laughs> Liberty, thanks for helping fill in today. Thanks for uh, it was great having you join us. Nathan, thank you for joining us on the show as well. Tell our listeners where they can find you on social and listen to some of your remixes. Uh, Instagram at DJ Nathan Ashby. Are you, do you have, uh, do you have like a SoundCloud or do you have any? I don't. I probably should. Oh. Again, I was say, you I'm a, set that shit up. Come on. Amateur. Don't cancel me. 
As everyone knows, you can find us on Instagram and Twitter at MLVC Podcast. Obviously, like and subscribe to the podcast. Please give us a five-star review and share it with your fellow Madonna friends. Um, it matters, you know, so much to hear from you. So please drop us a line if you'd like. Uh, you can also donate to the podcast, help keep this podcast going. We're on Venmo at MLVC Podcast. We're also on uh, Patreon at patreon.podbean.com forward slash MLVC Podcast. Um, it means a lot to us. We're going to try and do another live show this fall at some point. Um, but yeah, and Liberty, why don't you why don't you take us out on today's episode? I sure episode? will. And I'll just chime one little uh, note of support. Please support the podcast. What um, Stefan and Tony do is, you know, bring us a little bit of Madonna joy every week or every other week, whenever they are able to do the, the shows. But it, it's um, it's it's definitely labor of love, and I know that um, it would mean so much if you guys can help help join me as a patron of the podcast and you know give them a little love and we will leave you today with the premiere of dj nathan ashby's remix of a song stefan and i did and here is the back in the groove remix of call me tonight thanks nathan thank you nathan thanks guys
Floor. Waiting. <laughs>